0: Hi everyone, welcome to Third Coast Gaming Impressions, it is April 18th, 2021, it's episode 25, I'm joined by my co-host Austin Taylor, hello.
1: Ah, you are, it's me, the co-host. Yes,
0: and I am the host, maybe I'm also a co-host, who knows, we don't have titles here. What's, uh, we've been playing some games, um, oh I was gonna say hey, start start with Austin, You played some Disco Elysium. Is this the uh, re-release with the voice acting in it?
1: Yeah. So this is the. Oh boy. Um, This game is so much. Um, Yeah, this is the Disco Elysium Final Cut, which is the um, pretty massive update to Disco Elysium that released at the end of March, uh, where now every game, every game boy, every voice line is. Is like is, is accompanied by like audio acting, right? Every uh, written line has someone speaking it for the most part. Aside from like if it's something you're reading, um, on rare on rare occasion though, because usually if you're even if you're reading something, it's accompanied by like internal monologuing. Um, yeah, and so when they redid uh, the voiceover uh, for certain characters, like you can find gameplay. Of Disco Legion's initial release, uh, specifically like pretty early impressions regarding like uh, with like this kid named Kuno, right? And just the quality in voice acting is is just a huge improvement. Uh, and then they've also added in content regard like and steps to certain quests. I'm not entirely sure what that looks like because i didn't play the initial release of disco elysium because you know you go into this game and i guess i should throw out disco elysium is this like crpg uh, that is made heavily in the vein of something like planes game torment uh where the kind of character you build drastically changes how your character can interact with the world right so if you decide to make a character who's like a strong guy like the things that you get from interactions will not be the same things that you get if you decide to make a character who's like very um like very intelligent or like very emotionally intelligent, right? And able to read people.
0: Yeah. How uh how far did you get? How far? Yeah. Did you um
1: length length is always a bit of a tricky thing to describe here. So Disco Elysium, like once you start up, you know, you you're a amnesiac detective you wake up in your hotel room you try to put together yourself and figure out what you're doing here you're here to solve a murder Um, and you know you spend like the day going around this city district of martinet talking to people and the thing that sort of indicates progress within the game world is that as you talk to people there is a clock right like basically uh, like you know just a normal clock Uh, And the thing that moves the clock forward is you selecting dialogue options in conversation with people. Uh, It's sort of meant to be this, like, this is how much work you can get done in a day before your character needs to go to sleep. And it's quite a lot. Like, it's not, I don't mean to say, like, there's a clock in this game and it's, like, built pressure. Because I understand, like, the idea of that is quite, can be intimidating. But it is, like, from a 7 a.m. to, um, like, midnight clock that gives you just a lot of time uh within each day probably around i would say from my experience like each day can get you about like a six hour like play session as around that so i'm currently on the beginning of the third day within disco lee's game so i've spent the first two days you know investigating this murder doing an autopsy of the corpse looking for uh some items items i've lost including my badge and gun uh which is a real big problem and like trying to evolution
0: good time to be there right
1: so like there are yeah there are things there are just concepts and ideas within this that discolese presents that can be that aren't like aren't like you know i don't want to say like high concepts that can be hard to comprehend it's just they throw so much at you in a pretty pretty huh. short amount of time um, that it's just, like, it's hard to wrap your head around everything. It's like, individually, I kind of... Like, everything's pretty easy to get. Like, you are essentially a police... You are the most literal, like, version of police as an occupying army in a very real way here. And that's why, like, when you interact... With some people within martin a like you are met with open contempt and just extreme questioning of your authority and like also like challenges that you can't like uh like you can't just uh sort of surmount by saying uh, but i'm police yeah and that's where i think the game can be it's most intimidating but also like at its most interesting.
0: Hey, so I've always, I don't think I've looked into this too much. Does this game have combat too, or is it just like you navigating through NPCs and dialogue it is, and stuff?
1: I have not reached any point in this game where it has thrown me into a combat phase, right? So, like traditionally within CRPGs, you have your exploration and then like combat will, uh, like it will be very clear as to like when combat starts, right? Like, usually you'll pause. Um, and then it'll be like, okay, now you have to manage your party members individually, all that stuff. Um, maybe even going to turn-based modes. There is conflict that you can get into in conversations. Like, one of the first things you can do is attempt to knock out a, a huge dude who's barring entry to a office that you want to get into. But there is no combat-specific mode that I've encountered yet. I've not finished it. I don't know if that'll change you know, by the end of game Apparently,
0: but... it does not feature any combat. And all the events are resolved through skill checks and dialogue trees. I'm kind of into that. As someone who, like, would not play more cyberpunk because I was just shooting criminals, and I was like, I don't want to. I'll get back to this.
1: Yeah, it's... It's like the, the violence... Like, when you initiate violence in Disco Elysium, it is... Everyone is so, like, scared that you could at any moment just, like, initiate violence. Like, because you have a partner... Uh, in this game, his name is, uh, is, is Kim Katsurugi. He's a police officer from another precinct who was assigned to this case because technically the district you're in, which is again, just more of this game's like bullshit. Uh, the district you're in is like a, in a legal gray area where you don't know who has jurisdiction over it. So your precinct sent you, Kim's precinct sent him, and now you're both kind of working this case together but like the first time you even get into a point where your character could possibly walk into violent situations. Uh, Kim, like when you walk out of that conversation, Kim just looks at and says, Hey, how about we don't get to any point with people where I might have to pull out my gun and shoot them? <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, and like, it wants you to be very aware of like the, the like the severity of like just openly attacking people. Um, and the thing about skill checks in this game is that they're happening all the time, right? And because you have about 24 skills that you can put points into. Um, and it's more intimidating, it sounds more intimidating than it actually is. Because every, like, these are all like skills that usually uh, affect some part of conversation more than anything. Um, like these skill checks are happening basically after every single like line of dialogue yeah
0: i've i've heard that the dialogue can be like extremely different depending on like what skills you end up like are better at and like how would the different options that open up are just like drastically different in like a way that like replayability in this game is very viable and something that is like recommended because of how different things can go
1: yeah i could see myself like doing a like a strength because right now i'm a like intelligent like i'm a smart emotionally intelligent person um i could see myself doing like a, i want to be like a like a dexterous maybe smart person later just to see like how that changes things like me not being able to pick up on people's like uh tells right and even even in things like dexterity i'm just gonna call it dexterity it's called something else but i'm gonna call it dexterity just to save time on, expl- on explaining this um, and even within like your strength attributes, there are still like skills in those fields that feature your player being able to like read situations outside of like what you would normally associate. Like strength has something called, I think, shutter and shutter like allows you to get like a sense of the city, you know, not necessarily like, like what I can do is I can walk in and I can examine parts of the city and I can get a real sense of its history. Right. Right. Uh, But, like, with Shudder, you can walk out and you just get a feel of your role in this place that you find yourself in. Uh, And the way that this can, like, internalize within your character is very interesting.
0: And I remember Disco Elysium, like, won, like, a lot of awards and, like, was highly celebrated for how different, like, and how complex this game, like, handles those kind of stuff. And it's all taking place in one city, right? Like, you're... I think so.
1: In, in your, Excuse me. Oh, okay. Memory. I
0: was saying this. Uh, this takes place in all in one city, right?
1: Um, to my understanding, yeah. Like to my, from what I've seen so far, this is all like in Martinet. Uh, you're not leaving Martinet. There are parts of Martinet that are opening to you as like the days go. Like there's a a fishing village like towards. I don't. It's like near the bottom of the map that you can't get to until like the third day you're here. Because there's like a bridge that's broken, uh, but like it's yeah, it's, it's all within Martine because you're combing this area for any clues about this murder, uh, this murder that uh, happened basically a week ago, right? Like, uh, these like someone was taken out behind a hotel and uh, hanged from a tree a week ago, and you're trying to figure that out while also trying to figure out you know your, who you are uh and uh trying to make sure that you can basically stop uh whatever damage you might have done before uh, when you okay
0: so do you have any moments that have stood out to you so far things that have like or interesting like interactions that have like occurred because of like the way you rolled your character
1: yeah, like, there's, um, he's like, I've rolled this character, like, again, like, a sort of being able to manipulate people, being able to, like, understand people's emotions, and also being able to understand the history of this place. Um, so, one of the, like, one of the characters you can interact with is this, um, is this woman who I believe is named Lisa. And this is a character you can interact with pretty early on in the game, but you don't, but interactions with her don't open up until the second day when it's revealed really what she is within the function of like uh, within like this like conflict between the wild pines corporation and um, the workers union. And once you realize like once she's like reveals who she is and what she is, she shows an open contempt for you and Kim Katsurugi specifically as officers of the RCM. And if you, like, speak with people who know her, and if you're able to pick up on, like, their feelings towards her, their history with her, you can, like, kind of use, like, your knowledge of her personal history to trip her up. But all of these are, like, hidden behind these skill checks that you would have to spec out into, like, emotional, like, empathy and uh, emotional intelligence, like, to really get. So those are interactions that you wouldn't have, that I would not have if I decided to be, like, a a real strong lad. Yeah. And that serves, like, to later influence interactions you have with the people uh, Lisa is trying to protect.
0: Okay. Seems pretty cool. There's a lot of stuff going on with this guy's Elysium.
1: Yeah. it's it's a very fascinating game. And... Um... Like I, I just a really interesting uh, take on like what a CRPG can be in a way that we really haven't haven't really gotten with like even with the like mid 2010s resurgence of CRPGs right that you see in like Pillars of Eternity and the Divinity series and like Numenera like Numenera like tithe, uh, Torment Tides of Numenera is really the first attempt at replicating something like uh, like Planescape torment that I remember seeing with that like art with that CRPG uh, renaissance that we got, but like this is the first time I think it's really succeeded. Is in this yeah, movie. and I've
0: heard it, this is like shaking up a little bit of like the CRPG stuff. Where it's like, oh, we can do something completely different with CRPGs. That's like pushing this this genre forward in a way. It's very cool. Um, I'd be outriders, also. Are you, are yeah yeah that i um so it has the world tiers which will like um as you're playing through the campaign they will level up and you will get higher loot drops and the enemies will be higher level so by the end of the game i was like world tier eight for that final boss i, I had to drop it down because man the final boss sucks he was just kind of a bummer he was just i'm gonna spoil the ending because it's not that big a deal it's just like the final yeah. boss was a guy who originally dropped with you in the original colony drop, and he just was, like, wanting to screw over the indigenous population and collect minerals on the planet, I think. There's probably some other stuff, but I, I was mostly skipping cutscenes still. But, um, in- yeah, so after you beat the game, you unlock expeditions, which are, like, repeatable boss missions where... When you beat the game, you're level 30, and then yeah. you, when you are at world tier 12, you can get up to level 42 gear, but the level cap for armor is 50, and you get those by getting through... There's like 15 tiers of like uh, expeditions that you'll level up as you play more. I have had a really rough time matchmaking with expeditions, because mm. it doesn't do the thing... Like, okay, so Destiny will load you into a strike and it will match make you as you're loading and it'll find other people. Yeah. For this it was searching for a person who was either in this camp near the expeditions or an expedition that is already happening. It doesn't really match you with other people. I don't know if there's a lot of people playing trying to queue for that stuff, but that's like the only end game stuff you can do. And it but but it does have cross play um Matchmaking. So I think I it was grabbing people on PC. And then the way co-op would work with PC is you would get a code from someone and you would enter that and you'd be able to join their session. Um right. besides that, I don't know. Outriders was ended up being cool. Uh I beat the game and I, I kinda piddled around to beat the side quests and get the um my max level. Uh the legendary weapons or the like the exotic weapons. Ended up being pretty cool looking. Like, um... (laughs) I got this light machine gun that has has a uh, 160 round magazine. That I'll load it up with, like... You have these, um... I don't remember if we got to it last time we talked about it. But three of the four classes have, like, an ability that will increase the damage of their bullets. For the trickster, it's called Twisted Rounds. So based on my magic power, my bullets will do more damage. So I got this light machine gun that has a... Normally you trade off a bigger magazine for less bullet damage. But since I'm, like, cranking it with my magic power, it just doesn't matter. And then I have an ability that gives me, like, 50% extra magazine. So I have a 220 magazine gun that I'm just mowing people down with. It's very funny. So bosses are just, like, dying... Ends up being cool, I think, towards the end of the game, in the higher world tiers, it's just chaos when you're playing solo. Like, you're just running around trying to murder everything, and it can be, like, kind of weird to juggle. Or I think, I kind of wish they had scaled back to enemies, but that made them a little stronger. But at the same time, I'm also, I'm just murdering an enemy in, like, half a second. With the way the skills end up being. Even on like, even on like the higher world tiers. Yeah, on the higher world tiers, you kind of have to get a little sneakier. Like I, um, what I was using for a while is I was using those throwing knives we were talking about, but they're magical throwing knives yeah. that will, f- uh, slow people down. So I was using that for a little bit with the uh, the magic rounds and the bubble, mm-hmm. but I had to switch back to the um, the ability where you teleport behind someone because that lets you get out of bullets and just, like, hop around the map a little more and stun people. But, yeah, you're... Co- basically, I ended up constantly getting behind people and just juggling between them and... and always holding down the fire button. Like, I, I basically... I don't aim anymore. I just hit fire and shoot stuff.
1: Yeah. You just you hit fire and... The thing. hip fire
0: is extremely accurate for some reason, and it bewilders me. But it just works out like I'm hip firing an LMG like 200 rounds. That um, there's there was a combo I found where you uh, you put bleed damage on your gun, and then you have an ability on your armor that whenever you kill someone with bleed damage, you get 50 percent of your magazine back. Like it'll replenish it. And so okay. twisted rounds will go away after you reload twice, but if I'm replenishing my magazine, I just have infinite twisted rounds. Jeez. Yes, you just have infinite yeah. ammo. It's really silly. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean that's you are a god
1: among men. Why wouldn't you have infinite? Yeah, ammo?
0: they they made some they made some skills that are just like very broken, and they're fine with it, which is really cool like they um like they they did some nerfs where they made twisted rounds they made it longer the cooldown longer but it doesn't matter if i'm have infinite twisted rounds and then there's like a second perk that will be whenever you teleport behind someone you'll reload your magazine so people were doing that with yeah. the shotguns like i can clear more people with shotguns but I'm reloading it more often because it only has 30 rounds compared to like 200, but it kills stuff faster. And sometimes it won't proc. Just ran. It just. I feel like it's just having too much thrown at it. But it, it ended up being a good time. I would. This is a game I would recommend if it was on sale, because it's it's brief enough. Yeah. But it's also satisfying. But I don't think it's satisfying in like a like. I mean, I also wouldn't play pay sixty dollars for an Uncharted game that I'm going to beat in ten hours. But like, I think the story of that is more satisfying than this. The story in this is just me shooting people and skipping the story, which yeah, I mean, I've heard other people do.
1: The story is as you shoot the problems, you know. Like, there's there's a problem here, outrider. Right? Like, okay, I have a gun.
0: I will shoot stuff.
1: Yeah I'm going to shoot the problem It'll stop moving and then it yeah. will be
0: good There's um, kind of a bummer right now Because I think I have two side missions left Before I get the trophy fort And the game's not telling me what those are Unless there's like a hidden oh, I think there's like a hidden side quest Where you activate these like monolith um, Terminals That it doesn't tell you Where they are So I'm either missing that Or I'm missing a different side quest Besides that, it's it's cool. I shot some stuff. I I kept thinking about rolling a different class and just beating the game again. But I think I'm either gonna get this and play it on PS4, cause I'm just I just have it on Game Pass. I don't own this game. <clears throat> or wait till I get a PS5 and do it. Cause I I might just re-roll my character even though I spent the time. So so I beat the game. as at world yeah. turn nine. I. Three world tiers left, and I was like, "I'm just gonna grind for these." So the last two days, I, I was just grinding my side missions. Even though I'm not gonna carry this character over, just because I thought it, it's completionist in me, I guess.
1: Yeah, I mean that's that's it's like this is what this game was made to be.
0: Yeah, yeah, and it's been cool solo, so it's fun. If you get PS Plus again, I think it'd be a cool two player, two player run. I could see that. But I, I would also wait. for I a team don't know. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like I, I could only ever see myself picking this up on like a sale because I'm, I, I will not let myself be the person who skips cutscenes, and I wish I would. I really do, especially with this game.
0: It's okay. We can um, we can make fun like, of the cutscenes while we're playing it. It's fine.
1: Yeah, but this will just be, like, a thing I get, like, really frustrated watching, I'm sure. Some
0: of the stuff, I there's some stuff I couldn't skip, or some stuff I just didn't skip, and it was okay. There's some interesting characters that'll throw at you later. Like, you find a, um, one of the natives... Because there's, like, an alien race on the planet yeah. who gets turned into, like, feral... Like... Um... I'm trying to think what they are. Because originally they're, like, really smart aliens who have, like telekinesis stuff and then they get turned into like feral like um what should call it? like roamers pretty much because the guy who came to the planet like did some shit to fuck them up pretty much it's probably something with like the rift or whatever it is the storm i okay. don't know oh, who cares
1: like that doesn't no, sound good no
0: screwing over indigenous population as as yeah yeah.
1: I mean, like, and that's the thing with Outriders is, like, from that demo, there's so many points in that game's narrative, even in just the demo, where it's, like, it hints at this idea that the game's at some point going to have the character look at the main ca- at the camera and say, like, are we the baddies? Are we
0: the real um, bad guys?
1: And I don't have confidence in that game to stick that landing if it even attempts to, like,
0: no, have that's, that. No, that's the, the shtick of the bad guys is the humans are the real bad guys. Um, speaking of humans being the real bad guys, you, you played some Mass Effect Andromeda. has a uh, colonization in another yeah. game with a better... Yeah, some people would game. say Mass Effect Andromeda has a better story than Outriders.
1: You know, um, I'm not going to make that claim. I'm not going to be that guy. Um, yeah, so like I, you know, because when EA... Uh, like put it their new desktop app. Uh, I was actually curious to see how um, like modding works. Yeah. Right?
0: Oh, one like, sec. My dogs are barking at something. I'm gonna leave you to Mass Effect. Bear back. One sec. Sorry.
1: Oh, cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah. So when the EA, the new EA desktop app beta uh, came out, uh, or at least has been in, uh, has been a thing for. Mm, I don't want to say how long, but like once I had to download it because I wanted to use uh, EA Play with my current Game Pass subscription, um, I decided I wanted to see how modding worked out. And because I have like two mods for character AI, like for more aggressive companion AI, and a mod for enhanced Pathfinder abilities... I decided I was going to try to load up Andromeda through the desktop app or like turn it on to see if mods would work through it. And it turns out there's a whole other process for activating mods through the, um, let me look at this, the Frosty Mod Manager, which is a manager, like a way to activate mods uh, for games that use the Frostbite engine, which is, you know, EA's uh, proprietary engine. And there's a whole process, a whole new process you have to do through that. And I decided I didn't want to do it, but I also just started Mass Effect Andromeda and I decided uh, that I had time, right? Like, I had time to spend uh, in, like, the days leading up to this, my family's excursion to Dallas and then my later excursion to uh, Lubbock. Um, And I started playing through Andromeda again. You know, loaded up Origin so that way the mods worked uh, and I was more lethal in combat. And I started up Andromeda again, from a point pretty early, seemingly, I think I just got to Kadara, which is the sort of the the planet where the criminals live. And I don't quite remember how far I was along with the story, (laughs) because the thing about Andromeda is nothing about its main narrative is that compelling. (laughs) I'm gonna think about I'm gonna think about what I mean by that as I wait for Travis to come back. I'm letting out his dog. How's the mods? <laughs> okay. Uh the mods are fine. You can't, you, you know, you can't use mods through the. I mean, you can use mods through EA's like new desktop app. There's just a whole other process. So I just loaded up Origin, and started using mods with uh, Andromeda again. They're fine. They enhance the combat, um, in, in a real way and kind of break some environments, like especially the environments that are towers that you need to scale. Uh, because now I have like a mod that makes my jump pack really powerful, mm. so I can just leap, um, up onto these towers and it just makes the game a bit less i dangerous. do
0: remember seeing the jump pack and be like oh that's kind of a cool addition as being like yeah something that's also leading into anthems combat the similarities between yeah them. like
1: like when that came out it was kind of like a warframe light feel to it right Because like warframe is you know that uh sci-fi ninja shooter where you were like jumping around a any environment arena shooter that you find yourself in and just are massacring people um and like andromeda kind of like that was my frame of reference for andromeda when it was being uh, teased and i'd say it, it is very like warframe light in that you're not moving as fast you have the most mobility of anyone on the battlefield um but you're not like just dashing across or uh, arenas in the same way that you are in Warframe. And even like as fast as you can get, it's not gonna be that.
0: Well, I hear the combat uh, is like the one thing from Andromeda that people really enjoy.
1: Yeah, I mean it's 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 pretty, it's relatively solid. Um I get why people walked away with probably most positive impressions of its combat more than anything, right? Because its main narrative is its main narrative is quite frankly a less interesting retread of the narrative that exists in dragon age inquisition right but now you have the added like layer of inner interstellar colonialism that i think the game really fumbles with considering like where they were like where they had the time to put you know uh, their writing and resources um uh, because i was saying this before like i think the main narrative of that game is not particularly strong in any way um, I think this game definitely needed, like, a couple more time to let its writers pass over, like, go over its narrative again and, like, punch up its script.
0: Hey, they, they'll they punch up the script in Mass Effect Andromeda 2. Because wasn't this supposed to be, like, a planned trilogy or something?
1: That was, this was the idea, right? Is so That this would be, like, the next sort of, like, phase of Mass Effect, um, right? Which is why, you know, Andromeda ends and it's, like, the, the fourth arc, right? These are, you know... Y- You know, the whole setup with this is like the uh, Andromeda Initiative is like four arcs containing a variety of uh, populations, though like three of them are actually no, there's like five. There's five arcs because you have the Human, Turian, Salarian, and Asari, and then you have the Quarian arc, which houses Quarians and every other less important species, Um, (laughs) which is just a fucked idea. but. yeah, and like like someone really needs to go over that and be like, how about we don't just say that like Corians, uh, Drell, Hanar, and like Elcor and like Volus are less important than like the three Council races, and like that's and this has always kind of been the problem with like the view like yeah. view on its aliens is that it always views them as far less important than people, like than humans, right? Um, and Andromeda has does have that problem. It is just slightly less than like the main trilogy does, in that the also has you coming into conflict with like, uh, not like you know like armed like physical conflict, but like into like friction with the Angara, who are a, uh, pop- a a population native to the Andromeda Galaxy, who are like, no, you like y'all gotta slow your roll a bit. You just got here. We don't know what's up with you.
0: Yeah some stuff
1: yeah and like i'll say revisiting it i'm like i'm probably going to be kinder to andromeda than i am any part of like that like original trilogy because you're not your fantasy is not like super powered space cop it is like very vulnerable space colonizer which like isn't isn't a great power fantasy either way but like it has some more room has better like understanding of w- how it can maneuver this in a way that doesn't just make you seem like the person everyone needs to acquiesce to in order to get shit yeah. done in the same way that like the original trilogy. It's like everyone needs to just let Shepard do whatever they want.
0: Hey, yeah. Shepard um, is uh he's the guy. He's the, uh, he has no, he doesn't follow any laws and he's the super cop. What, what do they call yeah. those? What do they call them? A mass yeah. effect? Specters. Specters. Yeah. Can do anything. Yeah.
1: Yeah, except uh, if the unless the human government doesn't want you to, because Shepard just lets that be a thing. It's it's so weird. It's so weird how like the original Trojan handles its yeah. power structures. S-
0: speaking um, of uh, of sequels that didn't live up to the originals, I played Fallout Four. Yeah, I bought the strategy guide too, on Amazon. It was like ten bucks. It's a big book. It's um, it's, it's the um, it's about five hundred. 545 pages.
1: So this is like a like a Prima like ask strategy. Uh
0: it's the game of the year edition. Uh, it has the missions, okay. it has all the guns. And then it has like the maps and what like items are on every map. Okay. Cuz whenever I get a Fallout game, I always get the strategy guide cuz that's I just want to get all the um legendary guns but i guess the legendary guns in this game like the named ones you get them from trading yeah. apparently
1: they what I mean. looked up yeah legendary weapons in fallout 4 mean like a very different thing than they do in like fallout 3 right because like you have legendary guns like lincoln's repeater right like named guns like that and in massive and fucking shit uh in fallout 4 all legendary gun is is just like a gun with an attribute.
0: Yeah, which that I guess that kind of bummed me out because I that was my favorite part about like New Vegas and three was like collecting the uh, the special guns, but now you're just modding them and or getting the special attributes and stuff. But hey, you know it's fine. I'll I'll collect the outfits then. I'll just collect all these outfits. I uh, I did what I always do and I I pillage everybody's armor and I sell it all that's what you do
1: yeah I mean that's that's fallout to me
0: you know it looks really nice Austin I I will say like playing playing fallout 4 for the first time with a nice stable I think it's 60 frames frame rate is really cool so it's it's been good it's treating me well
1: yeah anytime fallout 4 can like tease you with stability is is great I just remember like Like I actually, I had to actively install mods on the PS4 once they active once they put mod support in there to like disable some graphical um, uh, effects, right? Like I think I turned off God rays. I downloaded a mod specifically to turn off God rays, so that way the frame rate wouldn't dip. Oh yeah, there
0: there there are some God rays in this. I I can say I've seen lots of
1: that was a selling point. With E3, right? Like the first time they debuted that. Like as soon as they have you walk out of the vault, uh, and you go through like the now burned forest, uh, between the vault and your neighborhood, there's they just had god rays shooting between the blinded
0: trees. by light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. See, I it was interesting. The you get out of the vault this time, and it's like it raises you up instead of it just being like a door that opens. That that was a strange yeah. choice. The faces also still look bad, but they're better. They're still bad, but they're better bad.
1: I mean, they emote in conversation, yeah, right, which is very new for Fallout, uh, from Bethesda's Fallout games.
0: So I'm, ha- I'm having an alright time. I, I didn't get that far. I think I just got to the city where you meet the journalist, and I, the journalist stuff made me chuckle. I, uh, The first thing I did is I stole the key out of the mayor's pocket. Cause I always, yeah. all the, all the residents have keys of their own houses, but if you find an official with a key, there's always more stuff in their house. So I'm going to go raid this guy's house. Yeah. And, you know?
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Go, go rob the mayor. Um, yeah, I remember, and I remember people talking about like this fallout four and like as a disappointment, like I remember specifically like the critiques around like diamond city being like as small as it is, because it's not a particularly large area and it's just wild to me that we had that critique about diamond city like that city is probably the same size as megaton
0: yeah it it actually it looks like it's a little bigger than megaton it looks like it's more comparable to like uh some of the cities in like new vegas which were a little bigger Ah, megaton good times i just blowing up the megaton bomb and watching it from other places really funny and turning the uh, there there's some lady in Megaton who is like who would do crafting stuff for you, and if you blow it up, she'll still be there, but as a ghoul, and you can still get missions from her. I think.
1: Yeah, because she has that. She gives you the the Wasteland Survival Guide mission. Oh, oh yes. Uh, which is the like,
0: Wasteland Survival Guide, yeah. my favorite.
1: Yeah, which is just a really long chain of side quests. Um. Yeah, and she'll like go to I think. If she turns to a ghoul, she goes to like the uh, the ghoul city, right? That exists in, in Fallout. No,
0: she just stands in the middle of Megaton as a ghoul. It's really weird.
1: I remember her leaving. <laughs> I don't because you can't, because you can't actually go into Megaton when you blow it up.
0: No, you do. There's you do. nothing left. No, it. Yeah, she's but just She's just living you, in blown up Megaton after you blow it up.
1: You can't like go in because you're like at the edge of megaton where it was because it's so heavily irradiated because you set off a nuclear yeah bomb. i have to i
0: have to find this well i'll find this after i have to quell my i i have bits and pieces of memories of this game oh my god oh fallout 3 i should i bought fallout 3. i mm, good times i mean I, I, I will say the music isn't as good in fallout 4 um,
1: yeah, I, I, sure. I mean, I'm not, I'm not, I've never been like into Bethesda's or like this type of music in a real way. Um, like I, I never, I never turned the radio on unless it's to get a mission in Fallout.
0: Um. Oh yeah, she is moving to the Gold City, I yeah. think. I don't know.
1: But I will say like the stylings in Fallout 4 just seem less interesting than they were in yeah I, and they weren't even that interesting at in three to begin. like a
0: lot of the music is from three and then it just has some songs that aren't as good so i was just while i'm playing i have my spotify playlist of three in new vegas songs playing instead of listening to their soundtrack which has been okay
1: yeah, I can. Yeah, yeah. I can see that that being fun. I just, I, I remember liking enough of like the ambient music in Fallout through Fallout Four, um, but then like after, after like ten hours of play, I was like, you know what, I have, I have podcasts. Yes. Um, yes. And I don't care about what any of these people are putting in front of me, because like there's just there's nothing really interesting about the world of four, uh, outside from like some very rare occurrences like um like at some point you're, you'll find a mission involving like a crew of robots on a ship
0: oh okay i'm in uh, that i'm in that
1: and that's yeah like and that teases like that teases some really fun stuff and once you get into uh if you play the expansion if you play far harbor specifically like far harbor is actually really cool <laughs> Um, like it has a really cool side mission where you go into a hotel for robots, and there's like a Sherlock Holmes-esque murder has taken
0: place. That sounds hilarious.
1: It's fantastic. I remember just la- I remember laughing the entire during the entirety of that side quest. Um, but like so much of that is missing in a real way from Fallout 4. Uh,
0: Charm the weird yeah, charming like side quests just, yeah those are my favorite part of three. yeah like stuff
1: yeah like weird charming side quests and like also and it, it seems like they tried to put that into characters right like you you walk in and you meet uh piper and she's animated in a way like she's doing animations that she will never do again and no one else ever does like she is like waving her hands around as she's yelling at this radio and no one ever moves like that again
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Well, at least you get, you get like, to meet dog like, meat in the first, like, 20 minutes of this game. <laughs> you get dog, yeah, I know. It looks and like he, he the picks dog. things up for you, and he's a good dog.
1: Yeah, that's really helpful. Um, because I don't actually don't think I've encountered the dog in my current playthrough of Fallout 3.
0: Yeah, he'll just kind of show up in 3. he will You'll just be walking, be like, oh, look, a dog.
1: Yeah, I don't... I've not found i've not found that dog so i just I, know, I just haven't done it i also haven't like really found a companion in
0: fallout 3. i'm trying to remember what the fallout 3 companions were
1: i i googled a few um i know oh, they die don't they you get don't strong they die? yeah they yeah, can yeah, die i remember that part they can they cool. can't straight die
0: um
1: you get a super mutant companion as part of the story uh i know that much but, like, all the rest of them, there's one in, like, Megaton, but you have to be evil to get him. There's another one who is a slave, right, who you find in, uh, in like, the Slaver, the slaver Fortress, so that's in Fallout 3. And the thing is, though, that if you just show up and start killing people, like, she will, she's into slavery, I guess. Um, so, like, if you just show up and start killing slavers, she will uh, attempt to kill you. So I had to kill her.
0: Yeah, uh, you, get, you get a ghoul named Sharon who's pretty cool. I remember, um, yeah, Fox, I did Super mutant, Yes. Okay. You get, uh, Sergeant RL3, the Mr. Gusty robot, automatic take. I think you can only have one companion in Fallout 3, but I think you can have two in New Vegas, or two in, uh, four.
1: In, so, so, no, it's only one in four. In New Vegas, you can have one human companion, and I think one, like, robotic companion. Okay if I'm not mistaken. Because you have like an ED robot, like one of those like floating robots, uh, like radio robots that you can get, and I think you can have that in your party at the same time as like a person. Um, In Fallout 4, it is just like one companion. Oh, that's a bummer. At a time. Yeah, and it's the only time your companions really interact with each other, uh, is like if you like get... um... Wait. Like, because I know, uh, like, if you have Piper in your party and you go to get, like, the another companion you can recruit named Kate, uh, who you'll find in an area called the Combat Zone, uh, they, like, they tease each other as you switch them out. Yeah.
0: Apparently in three, you can have dog meat and a person.
1: Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's. Mm, yeah.
0: I remember New Vegas have, had the want... uh, the old lady super mutant, which was my favorite super companion.
1: Oh, she's great. <laughs> she's fantastic fantastic
0: fallout 3 new vegas had the best of everything you could almost say let me see what the other companion i think one of them was an an old uh yeah arcade ganon was one of them
1: yeah new vegas yeah like arcade is someone you can pick up in like in new vegas in like the yeah like a medical ward you have uh cassidy the who you find at like the edge of the map. And she's, like, the daughter of, a, I think, a companion in Fallout 2.
0: Yeah, Cassidy's really um, cool. And then uh, Craig Boone, the yeah. sniper, the NCR sniper. Fuck, oh,
1: I, just, I just play in the face. Yeah, you man. get him by helping him find, like, his wife's killer. He's the best.
0: He's the best. You find him at the and, T-Rex city. Yeah,
1: Novak. Yeah, Novak time. Yeah. And then you can find I think you have another companion you have Veronica. Yeah, yeah.
0: Veronica and the ghoul companion. And then a robot dog, apparently. Rex, the cyber dog. Yeah, you
1: meet him in New Vegas once you help out the like Elvis uh, impersonator gang.
0: Ah, good, good times. Maybe I should play Outer t- Worlds. Does Outer Worlds have New Vegas charm? Oh, no. Remember.
1: There's nothing about I feel like I've spoken about Outer Worlds no, on this show I don't think before. We've talked about
0: it. I've never. It's a terrible video yeah, game. It's a,
1: it's a really, it's a really, it's a really bad game. Um, I think, like, any charm that exists in that game is so fleeting. Like, you have uh, companions like Parvati, and her quest is fantastic. Like, her quest is so good. He's um, like, her whole thing is she wants to ask out the captain of a ship you go to like you dock at and like she needs your help in preparing the date <laughs> and this good. entire quest takes like the length of the game um uh, and like and the payoff is fantastic uh like the delivery like uh ashley birch uh, voices her body there and like her delivery of like her lines is, is fantastic uh yes and, like, really, every every voice actor in Outer Worlds is really good. The problem is, is just the scripting often isn't there, especially when it becomes, like, conflicts about, like, regarding the corporations and the people living on these planets. Um, it has some really inconsistent characterization with people. Um, and, quite frankly it's like gameplay mechanics are so shallow i i can't even say like it's it's fun to play
0: well now i'm curious about it maybe if i see it on sale for like 10 bucks i'll throw a chance at it But hey I'll, i guess i'm just playing new vegas and, again instead
1: that's a thing you, a thing yeah, a you thing can, I can do, do.
0: I, <laughs> like, i'm thinking i might just go pick it i think it's still on sale on xbox right now i might just pick up the pack because I don't play PC games, Austin. Why would I want to get a New Vegas on PC where I can mod it when I can get it on Xbox? I
1: mean, I don't think you need to mod New Vegas. Like, I think it's still a pretty fine game unmodded.
0: Yeah, and they um, I think they upped the frame rate in that, too. I don't know.
1: Yeah, like, the version I play, like, I played the PC version. I didn't, I didn't mod anything about New Vegas, mostly because it doesn't have official, like, Steam support, like, Steam Workshop support um which is which is a bummer uh but again nothing about new vegas uh really like struck me as like i i wish i had a mod to deal with this system or yeah it's even its look um but who knows maybe like the fallout 4 uh new vegas sort of project will release one day and then i'll play that i'll be like oh this is what this could have been look at the beauty
0: see there's a their blue point make the remake new vegas for me (laughs) there you go i'll take them 10 years no
1: i cannot Mm. i could not think of a team i would want not to
0: touch uh you get a you get a uh, obsidian to do it (laughs) since microsoft owns them now
1: i mean you know they they could um they might, they could have them do that. That would be, that would
0: be, strange. It'd be pretty wild. Uh, let's see, what else you play? You played the Resident Evil Village demo, but I can.
1: Yeah, and I know we. Yeah. Should, yeah I think I say a bit more about yeah, it. Um, it's spoopy. Yes,
0: yeah, so Ethan Winters. Yeah it's, is it's, yeah, it's I mean, the guy in trouble.
1: Yeah, Ethan Winters like goes to a yeah, so like Resident Evil Village demo. This is the thing we spoke about in the news episode. Limited, limited release, thirty minute demo. Um like timed outside of like your gameplay, right? So there's a timer going as you start it and it goes even when you're paused, which sucks. Um and like once that timer goes out, you cannot access that demo again.
0: I dislike timers, I'm just gonna say that up front.
1: Yeah, it's really weird. It's a really weird thing to put that in the demo. Um yeah, so you start out and Ethan Winters is talking to like some Old lady and like asking about uh if his daughter's here because the setup here is like Chris Redfield comes to your house, kills your wife, um, and kidnaps your daughter. Damn it!
0: Be, Not uh, again, daughter. Chris Redfield. Stop doing this.
1: Yeah, Chris Redfield comes in and kills like Mia, a pretty major character from Resident Evil Seven, who just is just dead now. Didn't um, she get cured yeah, at that's... the
0: end of Seven or something?
1: Yeah, that's the whole point. Like, that's like the whole thing that you do in Seven is like the canonical. I guess at this point, the canonical ending of Seven is you give Mia the cure uh, to the uh, the virus that has infected the Baker family, and then y'all both leave. And I guess like some years later, you know, like you've reconnected. You know, you had a kid, and then you know, uh, kidnapped and murder. So now you're in some quaint, semi like. European, like, looking town. Uh, and there'd be monsters afoot. There'd be some werewolves here, boyo.
0: And isn't the tall lady and... related to the guy from <gasps> Seven? Isn't that the thing? It's like, you killed my cousin.
1: No, I don't think so. I think, like, she talks about um, meeting Ethan in the trailer. She talks about how he escaped her brother's little games. Um I think this is referring to a figure who we've seen in the marketing material who's just this like dude in a big trench coat with like a huge hammer. Uh I don't think they have, I don't think she has any relationship with the bakers. Okay. Um yeah, and so Istimo's, like, you going to this village, like, this lady leaving you, basically shutting a huge gate behind her as she leaves once you hear that monsters are coming and you have to explore this uh, town for a bit. It's a really, like, well-detailed environment. It's really interesting to just uh, explore, go into these homes, find out that these people are worshipping some religious figure you named know, Mother Miranda, uh, who, like, we don't, know who, we don't know what her whole deal is yet. And then you get to a point where you're like open a gate, you go into a field and there's like half lichen people, like kind of like kind of werewolf people, but just like in that they're very hairy and they have like the graying skin that we usually associate with, uh, with werewolves, but they look still look very much like people and they wield weapons and will come at you with machetes as you like can fire at them with your handgun, but you kind of just have to run away. Yeah. Then you meet up with a group of people, uh, go into a big house, everyone in that big house dies. Uh, and you have to open up a door using some seals. It's it's a real like it's it's all really brief, not a whole lot of substance within like its narrative implications, but like the stuff that is interesting is that Ethan is freaking out. Like Ethan is reacting to things now. Unlike in seven, where he's just kind of Nothing.
0: Uh, that one's coming out pretty soon too. That one comes out May seventh. Yeah.
1: Wow. Yeah, like it comes out. It comes out real soon.
0: And uh, I um, think you can get that double demo on May first, which is House and Village on all consoles.
1: Yeah, yeah. So on May first, like everyone can play like the two demos that are first coming out to PlayStation Four and PS Five. The next one being the Castle demo, which comes out next Saturday, which will probably feature the tall lady
0: ah yes everyone's uh i was on something they just call her vamp milf or something like all right whatever okay got it yeah internet's horny um, yep no one's having what, a good time think, here austin
1: no According to your tweet no one's having a good yeah no one's having a good time in that demo um
0: it looks nice it i looks will pretty, say it's pretty yeah nice.
1: it does it looks really good um i will say that like it it changes how, like, crafting components work, right? Like, you know how in every Resident Evil, basically every Resident Evil that um, <laughs> come to think about, it, like, you have things like herbs and things that you, like, you know, you mix the herbs together, and, like, that takes up space in your inventory, right? Yeah. Um, in this demo, that's not a thing. Like, you pick up herbs, but they have their own, like, crafting inventory. Huh. So you're not managing, like, herbs and your gun. Uh, and your guns and such. Like, the only time herbs will impact your actual, like, inventory is, looks like, once you combine them with uh, another component and then form chem fluid, which is the medicine in Resident Evil 7, which is just, like, the water bottle that you squirt onto your hand.
0: Um, and then that heals oh, yes, you. I love this, this squirting bottle. Um, You know, Yeah, I forgot to read these during... The news bit, but uh, I, I, the thing I sent you on Discord was the different frame rates and resolutions. These are all running out on different consoles, which I guess they're they've have been optimizing. Like base Xbox One is getting 900p 30 frames, and like PlayStation Four Pro is going to get f- uh, 1080 60 or 4K 30. PS Five yeah. is 4K 60. I, they're shooting for 60 on the. Series X and Series Series S is 45P. So.
1: Yeah. So like once you once you open this, because like I'm running a, I'm running this on a Pro. Once you open this in a Pro, you are asked if you want to get the cinematic mode or resolution mode.
0: Resolution uh, every time.
1: Or, I should say frame rate or resolution. Frame rate. Um. Yeah. So like resolution is like this could be at 4K, but you'd be running at 30. I decided to go with the frame rate because I just you know
0: nobody has 4k really tvs care. right now that's a myth <laughs>
1: uh enough people too. um i think that's interesting is like the ps5 is like when you if you have ray tracing turned on it's like they're shooting for 4k and 45 frames yeah per second, but
0: that ray tracing nice. is interesting. Ray real
1: nice ray tracing
0: Ooh, i can turn ray sure, tracing I, on my 30 fps series S. I think
1: yeah i think ray tracing is probably like I think that's really going to come into play more in the castle demo than what I see. What I've seen in the environment, yeah. And George. I'd rather
0: have good HDR than ray tracing. But what? But maybe yeah. I'll have both. Maybe in this 4K Minecraft mod, I'll have both. Yeah.
1: I mean, yeah. It always looks pretty. Like no matter even with like ray tracing, with like HDR off, um, it does. It does look very good.
0: So hey, that's coming out. Uh is that your should we call it for the day? I think we can, we can call, call it. it. We we did the due diligence. Uh, I don't know this I'm watching dreams stuff. Um, alright, we, we gotta go. Uh you can where can people find you out on the internet, Austin?
1: Um God, if you really need to, you can find me
0: at Twitter uh at Beardless2 TWL. And I'm at Travis Twenty Three Doyle Catch y'all later. We don't catch me. Don't catch me. Don't catch me outside. How about that?
1: Well yeah, don't catch don't catch me outside because if we're if you do we'll be in the parking lot of the games I don't you
0: Yeah, I'll see I'll see you at the library. It's going down.